You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello, and welcome to episode eight of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. I can't believe we're back for eight. No, you know, sorry, y'all. We missed an episode last week. I know. Week. I'm like, how long is it going to take us to have to issue an apology for something? And, you know, we're here. We've reached that milestone in our fuckery. So. In, in our defense, we added another animal temporarily to the zoo. And we have poor time management skills. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, it's Wednesday. Did we drop an episode? No, because like, we've lost our shit. Yes, we do have an extra critter on hand who is hopefully going to stay asleep during this episode. <laughs> Um, We've locked our beast up into the bedroom because he yeah. just farts and snorts and yeah. is overall annoying. Well, it's really funny to compare them. So our dog is a lab and a hound, and he's he's big. I mean, he's mm-hmm. a large dog. The dog we have added is a small Pomeranian mix. Yeah. So he's, like, tiny compared to Dennis. <laughs> and, you know, he walks around, you can barely hear him. Dennis, you can hear from a mile off. It's so true. Yeah. So we, we've got a lot going on. We're planning for a trip. Yeah. Basically, the consensus of that is that we're sorry, and we're going to try and drop a few things for you this week to make up for it, and we're going to try and pre-record so that you have goodies to listen to while we are abroad, because we will not be bringing our recording equipment with us. (laughs) Sorry. It is so true. Yeah. So, Caitlin, what are we talking about today? The scariest thing ever. Um, I would fully agree with that. (laughs) Ouija boards. Ouija boards. Did you ever have one? No. We um, did. We did growing up. That's it. Ooh. See, again, like we've talked about growing up in a really ghosty family, those were like yeah. forbidden. My mother will not even let one. It was get just in a toy house. to us. Like we just, yeah. you know, we'd have like girl sleepovers and it'd be like, oh, this is fun. Let's, you know, have a Ouija board. Spooky. Yeah. And it just, I always moved the little plastic, the planchette. But, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just like the little pointer. I'm like, I'm going to fucking move. I'm going to scare some bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever do, um, What's the other, like, creep? Oh, light as a feather. Yeah, and you had to, like, stiff, stiff as a board. Yeah. <laughs> it that, never worked. Yeah, that actually may talk about, um, like, factor into some of the things we're going to talk about, like, the yeah. psychology kind of behind Ouija boards. That's, it is true. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, so do you know, like, any history on them or just that they're creepy as fuck and never to touch one? Yep, I know they're creepy as fuck. <laughs> I was always told don't ever use one. I've never used one. I think my college best friend, um, Laura, one time brought one into our apartment and I made her like dispose of it ASAP because it was just not going to be living up there. Our house was already haunted. So that the last thing we needed was that living with us. Um, but no, I don't know a ton of the history, so I'm excited to see what you've, what you found. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody, I think knows what a Ouija board is or has heard of a Ouija board. Sure. Um, it's often known as a spirit or a talking board. Yep. Um, it just... I think everybody can picture it, but it's got the alphabet, it's got yes, no, um, zero through nine, the numbers, and hello and goodbye. Right. So, you know, you ask it a question, and everybody puts their little hand on the planchette. And it moves And it moves, and, you know, if you play with me ever, it's me definitely moving. Well, you and whoever, because I'm not ever going to do it, but go on. Well, so it's first mentioned in China um, around 1100 AD. So it's been around for a long time. Um, The name Ouija was kind of relatively new. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, It was just kind of the way of communication um, that people started using. Yeah. Obviously a really long time ago. Right. Um, Most Catholic and Christian denominations have warned against using them. Like it's a big no-no. Sure, yeah. Um, They think it it leads to demonic possession. 
I would I'm all about it. To agree with that, uh, you're going to get into that later. I was going to say we can talk about opinions at the yeah. end, but yes, go on. So, I mean, a lot of scientists hate it. They just don't believe in it. Uh-huh. Um, it's called the idiomotor effect. I think I said that correctly. Idio, idiotic, idiotic, idiotic effect. Idiometer, idiomotor. I don't. I'm, yeah, I think either of those work. Um, so that's basically your body responding, not consciously. Okay. Um, so have you ever like fallen asleep? Well, I know you have because you sn- you do it all the time. That's what I was saying. You yeah. just like jump yourself awake. Like, oh yeah, sure. Don't really realize you're sleeping, but you like are. You die yeah. momentarily. So that's like that. a more <laughs> abrupt effect of it. Sure. But I think most people have experienced that. Yeah. So that's kind of what it is. They, you know, and scientists don't believe that. They think it's like assholes like me moving the thing. Right. <laughs> that somebody's doing it. it it's not going to just move. Right. Whether you know it or not, you're actually you're doing, doing it. it. Right. Even if your brain doesn't realize it. Correct. Okay. Yep. So they don't really believe that. But yeah. I mean, I think people that are, I believe in it. I think, um, yeah, I think you can communicate with spirits in a lot of different ways. And that's, I think that's so too. One. I wonder if light as a feather stiff as a board is related to the ideometer effect. I don't know. I would imagine. Nothing ever happened when we did it. And we tried to do it a lot. But, I mean, we were, like, kids. 10 and 11. Yeah, I can't remember the results of ours either. <laughs> so we were... Parents, <laughs> go play with the spirits and go do, like, scary, creepy, ghosty right. shit. Right. Go maybe summon go a conjure up, yeah, fine, Go conjure up know. something Just wild. stay out of our room and leave <laughs> us alone. That's cool. Yeah, why don't you just recommend that they, like, watch a DVD or something? Or, yeah. like, run a movie. Don't, don't, don't do, do something productive. Yeah, no. exactly. So, yeah. I mean, there's just people obviously have their opinions on believing in ghosts even. Sure. And so, I mean, there's just a lot of back and forth. Yeah. Um. So, it came from the word Ouija. Okay. Came from a guy named William Fold. Okay. So, he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> okay. This, this motherfucker. <laughs> Let me preface. Was gonna, he was going to get that money is what he was going to do. So originally it came from Elijah Bond. He came up with the idea in 1890 of the planchette and kind of he was going to patent it and this was going to like be his big thing. Yeah. And William Fold definitely was like. Swooped he, up in there. <laughs> yeah. Because he was an employee. Oh. Of, he worked for like a gaming Ooh, company. A and so betrayal. Yeah. And so William Fold takes the idea, comes up with the name Ouija, yeah. which he says comes from French and German for the word yes. He mixed them together. Okay. And patented the word Ouija. And this is the Ouija board. Interesting. Um, so it okay. kind of, he took over, he got it patented, and Man. around like 1920 is when it like really took off. And I mean, you can, you can go summon a demon from the game aisle in Target. From Hasbro, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, it's just so bizarre You can just go me. buy it in Target. That's why, like, I think when I had one as a kid, it was just always a game. It was never... It was always marketed that way. Yeah, it wasn't ser- like seriously. Like, there's no consequences involved yeah. with using one of these things. I showed you on the Facebook Marketplace the other day. With oh the my god! <laughs> Somebody had built a table and it had like the Ouija board painted on the top. <laughs> and I was well, like, what kind of sick, twisted human would no. ever buy that? It was like 120 bucks too. I'm like, motherfucker. He's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. No. Well, I think I saw a meme too on Facebook that it was. <laughs> Someone had painted their floor to look like a Ouija board, and it was like, it's all well and good until your Roomba, like, summons a demon by scooping around <laughs> on it. I'm like, you know what? We don't even have a Roomba anymore, but that is some shit that would happen yep. up in our house, so. Truly. Not messing with it. I don't fucks with it. That's wild. Yeah. So I know you kind of looked into the darker side of yeah. this. Yeah, there's. Let's hear it. Oh, it's bad. Um, and I will. I, I think we haven't given this disclaimer yet, but I'll just go ahead and give it now. You know, we're not telling you not to use a Ouija board. You know, whatever you do is your decision. That's fine. Don't be bringing it up. 
right in here. You know, I think we're just trying to give you a broad spectrum on the topic. And, um, you know, towards the end, we can kind of talk about our personal opinions on it. But I decided to kind of look into the consequences of using Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. Um, a big one, there is one very well-known demon, and I say that because I'm not a big fan of talking about demons, but there is a demon associated with the Ouija board uh, named Zozo. Zozo, uh, no, no. Yeah, nay, nay. (laughs) So Zozo is a demon that's said to frequently connect through Ouija board sessions. Um, And the thing that makes it so scary is that it can masquerade as um, other things. So you don't know if, you know, great Nana Boo Boo is actually a demon when you're talking to someone through the Ouija board. That's part of the danger of it. So he kind of comes through as nice and then kind of attaches to you. And then he's just like, right. And people awful. Have, yeah. Done yeah. these sessions have usually do not do them correctly. And I'll talk a little bit about that too, but, um, a lot of bad things can happen from them. So kind of some symptoms or things that can happen if, you know, this is perhaps the thing that you're talking to is that the planchette, the the plastic, the thing that moves around, will make rapid movements, usually in figure eights, rapidly across the board. Um, People who have also encountered this demon have had poltergeist-like activity during the sessions, Mm -hmm. like things will start turning on and off, weird things will start to happen, they'll start to see dark kind of shadow figures, and shadow people is an episode we should do, because that's a whole other thing. Yeah, those are wild. They'll start to see those. And then people who are doing the sessions may experience feelings of depression or paranoia and feel like they're being watched after playing with the board. Ooh. So all Pretty in all, because you are <laughs> bad. That's the summation. Bad. Yeah. Um, like I said before, it can masquerade as uh, many different things. Um, one pseudonym it likes to use is mama. So Ooh. yeah, just, I don't, I don't like this at all. Mama. <laughs> yeah. please don't sue us (laughs) um so there's a bunch of stories about kind of what's happened Uh um so clearly what i found interesting is you know if one person had said this happened and then that was kind of it that's one thing but if you google this you will find bukus of stories Mm -hmm. about it um so one i'm just gonna read it's pretty short Mm -hmm. and the grammar is not the best in this so i will do my best to alter as i go But this story says, and it's from an anonymous submitter, says, I'm here to report my sighting of Zozo, or rather communication. Two weeks ago, I was shopping with a friend at an antique store, and we saw an old Ouija board and thought it would be fun to buy and play with one night. Why the fuck did you think that? Yeah, let's stop there, kids. (laughs) What? (laughs) Why? No. Continue. (laughs) Yeah. However, as soon as we got the board, we felt the need to immediately go home and play with the new board. Why the fuck do you think that? Okay. Now, I can relate to this in some ways because I know when we go to Target and buy things, we feel the need to go immediately home <laughs> and play and with them. Home. Right. But this is different. And if you're getting those feelings, it may be a red flag, don't you think? Um, so when they started playing with the Ouija board, we asked if it could tell us its name and it replied with Zozo. Besides spelling its name over and over, the... Demon would always put the planchette into a figure eight until my friend got a bloody nose and I received a mild headache. So they're being physically affected now. So bad. (laughs) Like red flag. Why did you do that? What are you doing? (laughs) Um, I am now scared that we suffered and paid the price for playing with the Ouija board. And now that Zozo is always watching us. Just last night, I laid on my pillow and saw demonic eyes that stared at me for three long seconds before disappearing. Oh, hell no. (laughs) I know, right? Like, I get shivers, and we don't even, I'm not even going near one, and I'm, like, freaked out by this. Oh, that's scary. So, again, it's anonymous. You have no idea who said this, but there's just so many stories on the internet that it's just, I find it hard to believe that it's completely scientifically explainable. Yep. 
Um, so from reading that, I kind of wanted to look at, well, what should you do? If you do decide you want to do a Ouija board session, what's the proper etiquette? I would go to a medium, somebody that knows like what they're doing. That's yeah, my logic tells me to do. Well, right. That's the one thing that it, you know, it cautions against is, you know, everyone can do this, but unless you're really well trained and you know what you're doing, you are really putting yourself at risk for something bad to come through. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if you believe in it, I do, um, you're opening doors and opening doors is never good if you don't know what's going to come through them. Right. So the, um, and I, I got this from a, uh, a Wiccan kind of website. So Mm -hmm. this, it seemed very well substantiated. Um, the first tip was to cleanse the space like sage, um, create a circle of protection around yourself. You know, that could be through prayer, um, depending on what your belief system is. There are different ways of doing that. Um, they also recommended grounding and shielding yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people who are more sensitive will do this to try and close themselves off. So they're not as vulnerable to things. Yep. Um, so when you're doing the session itself, you want to focus on calling specific spirits through, you don't want to just open the door and let Anyone waltz on through, right? You want to be very specific and have your intentions set. Mm -hmm. Um, Once you're done with the session, you want to thank whoever you were talking to. You know, you know, want to be polite, even to you know those on the other side. You know, manners matter, folks. (laughs) And then at the very end, and this is the very most important thing, you have to close the session, which I believe you go to goodbye on the board. Yes, and you say we're done. Um, and that is the number one thing people forget to do. <laughs> you have to close the session yep. because if not, that door stays wide open. And yeah, that's scary. Yeah. That's so really scary. That is what I found on etiquette and kind of the, the darker side. I feel like that's kind of the same with any contact you have with like the spiritual, you know, we've, we'll get into it in later episodes, but mm-hmm. I'm, I've been having kind of some yeah. stuff going on and, you yeah. know, I talked to a medium and basically they said, you know, obviously podcasting about it. You have to kind of put it so, you know, I kind of talk and right. I don't, you know, the people that were talking about, they were real people and it's sometimes easy to forget that. And it's just a story to us, but these things, you know, really did happen. So you do have to ground yourself. You have to absolutely put your walls up and, you know, you're only allowing good things in. I'm happy to help anybody that I can that's helping me or needing my help right. in, a, in a nice way. But Right. And I, I think we've talked about it before too, but really setting your intentions, right. I think, you know, when we go into it, you almost, um, like for me, a lot of times I like to say a prayer, but that's just based on my belief system. I know you and I have very different systems of belief. So, you know, you do things that are different from what I would do, but anything works. I think in the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you believe in. It just matters that you're taking those steps to protect yourself. And however you're comfortable. If something happens and you're uncomfortable, then you need to switch something and change something. Exactly. Don't use a motherfucking Ouija board. (laughs) I can't. Leave that to the PSA announcement. Please, please don't. Don't. Unless you really know what you were doing. Because I I read a few of these stories and just none of them ended well. Like, I've yet to see a heartwarming story of a Ouija board by someone who didn't know how to use it. So please, if you hear anything, take caution. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's it's just weird that you can just go to Target and buy one, but it is weird. And it's funny too, because I know you said at the beginning, um, you know, the first kind of references to this were in China. So clearly in like 1100 AD. So clearly this has been, we've been interested in making these connections for a really long time. What are the roots kind of here in the U S with the boards? Um, did you do it? Did you find anything on that? I did. So there wasn't a whole lot, kind of just mediums and you know, that kind of, it wasn't really popular for a long time. You know, I still feel like it's split. People either believe or they don't believe in things like this. Sure. Um, the most, 
recent kind of time that's, I guess, not really our time, but closest to our time, Mm -hmm. um, that it was kind of written down in the U.S. was right after the um, American Civil War. Okay. Um, A lot of people obviously passed away and relatives were looking to contact them Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. a lot of mediums were using the Ouija board as a way of trying to communicate to find lost relatives that were gone and passed and, you know, their family didn't know where they were. Right. And I just, I feel like after that, especially when kind of big chain stores and stuff started, that's when it kind of got Mm -hmm. popularized and obviously you still can buy them today and they're just, kids talk about them all the time. Right. And so clearly even as time has passed, they have stayed popular in some sense enough to be sold. But I think too, the time after the civil wars is really interesting and something we should definitely do future episodes on because I believe that's the beginning of the spiritualist movement. In the United States. It was. So, right, which is kind of where that factors in. Yep, yep. So you kind of take, you have to think about it that, you know, you have this country that's just come out of a bloody and horrendous war. A bazillion people have died and you have all these families grieving who are just trying to find some way to comfort themselves and like mourn. And this is kind of where this idea of connecting with the dead begins. Um, It's really interesting too, and I don't know if you knew this, but a lot of the spiritualist movement is based in New England. Really? A lot of stuff happened in Massachusetts. Yeah, I know Massachusetts has a right. huge... A lot in Maine, too, actually, that I read about. So Maine. I think... Maine. Yeah, Maine. You know, blazing we the trail. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I think that's going to be a lot of interesting things yeah. to read about that we could do. Oh, we could definitely do the podcast. I definitely do want to do... New England New stuff. England stuff, yeah. Yeah. Especially as we're getting... It's crazy. It's almost August that we're getting into <sighs> yes. like fall weather. Oh my God, bring it on. <laughs> we are dying I up know. here right now. Well, luckily, a week from today, we are heading out on a, a Baltic cruise oh, so through ready. Scandinavia and yep. Russia, and we're just, you know, on our phones looking at the temperatures and everywhere we're going to be, and it's going to be in, like, the 60s, and I'm like, and yes. it's wonderful. And to put it in perspective as to what we're in right now, it's, like, upper 80s. 80s yeah. Which, 90. Right. And we were spoiled in the South and always had central central air. air, And we, we do not have that luxury right now. So we're actually going to go buy an AC after this. <laughs> well, we have two and that's just not enough. No, truly. You think it will be and it's not. Um, one final thing that I wanted to add to about the Ouija boards was that uh, the wife of Abraham Lincoln used one a lot. They lost a son, right? Yes. Yep. And she was very connected to the spiritualist movement, would bring mediums and psychics into the White House to do seances. And Abraham really? Lincoln was involved in a lot of them. Interesting. Yeah, that would be it. She is an interesting figure in herself, but mm-hmm. I have heard that there are a lot of ghosts in the White House that we could Oh, I bet there are. Research. Yeah. Like Lincoln is said to be one of them. I believe I think there's a few more. But That's um, awesome. That'd be a cool, that'd be a cool episode. Yeah. So I think we have a, I, every time we start a topic, I like find 3,000. Hey, let's do that. Well, good thing we have our list. I know. We write down. Yep. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's true. Well, that was a cool episode. I liked that. It's, yeah. Um, definitely something, obviously you've never done it, but I remember fondly yeah. as a child, we, we would do it and nothing was ever happening. So I just. Right it. <laughs> well, it's interesting too. It makes me wonder about kind of the power of suggestion. Like if you do it as a child and you don't really believe anything is going to happen, kind of logic almost says yeah. nothing. Might well, I didn't really believe in like that type this. of stuff. And I didn't, you know, know a whole lot about right. that. So it was just like, it was, it was a game to us. It was just like, oh, you know, kind of spooky and you well, do right. it at night, you know? And yeah. 
And we've talked to my dad before, and he's even said that, remember, he said that he did one as a kid, and he was, my dad's a very firm skeptic, does not mm-hmm. believe in this. Um, you know, both my parents are scientists, so he very much falls under the, it's science, it can be explained. So right. he always said, you know, nothing ever happened. My mother won't even go near one, <laughs> because she just is not going to mess with that. Right. So um, it's interesting to see their their opinions kind of split on that. Yep. So what are your final thoughts on the Ouija board? Final. Um, said it. <laughs> Five times in this episode, and I'll say it again. Don't fucking use one. Right. And we are not condoning the use of Ouija boards, no. so don't don't go out and use one just because you listen to like this, you, Right. Like you said, it just there's no heartwarming stories, really, that you read up on online. They're, right. they're not good. So I would highly recommend just leaving it to somebody that is, you know. Trained and knows what they're doing. Especially in that sense to communicate. Right. And. You know, there are so many mediums out in the world that can use other methods to to try and make those connections. And I just would feel so much better putting my trust into someone who's, <laughs> who's done this before. Um, it's just not something I would ever do. So that's my final say. Please don't do it. <laughs> and if something, if you've done it before, though, and you've had an experience, please do let yeah. us know. Because I would be, I've never talked to anyone who's had an experience firsthand. Right. So I, I feel like there's those people out there. We'd love to hear from you and yeah. kind of figure out what happened. Sure thing. Yeah. But I think that's that's all I got. That's all I got. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap her up here. That sounds good. Yeah. So remember, um, if you do want to contact us, there's a few ways to do that. Um, One is through our Instagram account, Girlfriends Podcast. And the other is through our email account, girlfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Final thoughts? (laughs) You look like you want to say something else. (laughs) Um, Sorry, we're assholes and missed a week. We'll do better. We work full-time jobs, and this is a passion project of ours, so we're still working out the kinks. Yeah. So we're a little messy, but you know what? But keep watching because they're listening. I guess you're not watching us because that would be <laughs> Please weird. Please don't be watching. We're sweaty <laughs> and we're a little hella gross. Please don't be watching. But we are going to drop a couple things this week Yeah. Um, to make up for Yeah. Lost time. <laughs> yeah, and I think if it works out, we may have a guest joining us. Ooh. we got to iron that out, but... You could be hearing from a third host uh, in the next coming episode, so get ready. Good deal. Yeah, and I'm excited for that topic, too. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be really, really good. Really good. All right, well, let's wrap her up. Sounds good. Well, we will. We will see you next time, but I am Celeste. And I am Caitlin. And we are your girlfriends. Don't use a Ouija board. Ever. <laughs> <laughs>